Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Oh, it's starting. <laughs> Donnelly's not here. <laughs> yeah, he's less prepared than the rest of us, which is very unusual. <laughs> Sisters, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Ludo. Matt Donnelly, Penn, and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South in Las Vegas. On today's show, we'll be talking about groats, elves, groats, the reviews of Magic Gone Wrong, groats, a little more on Penn and Friends, and groats, groats, and groats. Groats and more groats. Here he is, preaching groats, Mr. Penn Gillette. Love and groats are the same. Love and groats. Love and groats are the same. So, Mr. Goudeau, there's so much to catch up on. Gross. I am just back from London. I, yes, I was are. only there for a couple days, man. How did that happen? I, uh, I, we finished up Pen and Friends, which we didn't actually finish up. Martin Luther King weekend. What's the Saturday and Sunday? The 18th and 19th? Yeah. Yeah. 18th and 19th, we are coming back to the Penn and Teller Theater to do uh, Pen and Friends. Nice. You know, we expected, I can't tell you, very rarely in life do you plan something and have more success than you expected. Yes. But I was terrified about doing Pen and Friends over the holidays. We did 14 shows. Yeah. Some with Matt Donnelly, some with Piff, all with Mac King. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really nervous. I was crazy nervous. Yeah. Uh, I worked with a partner for many years, and the first shows without him there were scary. Jesus. And I thought, Robbie, you know, works on our crew, asked me what I would consider success. Mm-hmm. And I said, 400 people a night? Yeah. And no major complaints afterwards. Not many major complaints afterwards. Well, Glenn ran it so smart. Because uh, every person who came to the show was told six times, six times <laughs> minimum, that this was not a Penn and Teller show, that Teller would not be there, and that they were welcome to get their money back instantly. Right. They were welcome to do that. And um, we would get like one a night, which I completely understand. If you decided to see right. Penn and Teller and Teller's not going to be there, you're not seeing Penn and Teller. Yeah. You know, but we get like one a night and six times, everybody was told six times because the one thing I did not want and Glenn didn't want was to misrepresent this. Of course. I didn't want anybody to sit there and go, wait a minute. What, 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 what? Where's Teller? Yeah. <laughs> so six times they were told yeah. to the point that they were saying, shut up when they were sitting down, you know, <laughs> just shut up. We were averaging like 1100 people a night. That's so almost three times what I would consider success, and uh, people loved it. The major complaint we got was that there were no Pen and Friends t-shirts. <laughs> That's a good complaint That's to have. That's a good complaint to have, yeah. yeah. Good complaint. And uh, so we're going to be really brave and try it uh, Martin Luther King weekend, which is next weekend. Yeah. Next Saturday and Sunday, the 18th and 19th, we'll be doing Pen and Friends with the uh, Matt Donnelly and Mac King right. uh, at the Penn and Teller Theater. You can go to the Penn and Teller website, P-E-N-N-A-N-D-T-E-L-L-E-R.com, and it'll take you right to where you, you can buy tickets, which says you're buying Penn and Teller tickets, but you'll be told six times <laughs> that it's not Penn and Teller. It was really fun to do it because we're turning into, by the end, we're turning into the Rat Pack. Of course, of course. I mean... That's so much fun to do. Yeah. Uh, We were on stage during each other's shows all the time. While I was doing Broken Bottle Juggling, Matt King was coming out of the Cloak of Invisibility and just standing there to watch it from a different (laughs) angle. He always liked the bit. He wanted to see it up close. Sure. So I had a guy standing next to me, just standing there, (laughs) wearing a poncho. Thinking he was invisible. Yeah. And it was very, very funny. I came out in the Cloak of Invisibility. We both came out during Piff's act. If he got someone in the audience that was acting crazy, Mac and I would walk out and go, what's, what's going on? <laughs> it was just really wicked fun. It's a really, really uh, fun show. So we're doing it the 18th. That's, that's always a great format to be in. All yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. playing with your friends. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, uh, a lot of times, you know, I mean, Delaney, Bonnie, and friends, 
I think there were a lot of people they hated on that show. <laughs> but this is actually friends, as you yes, know. Yes, yeah. You know how close I am to Mac. Of course. And Matt Donnelly and Piff, yeah, you know, Piff. They're all my, you know, my closest friends. Yeah. And uh, I was doing a lot of juggling. Because they were be. doing so much magic. They're magicians. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a juggler. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a lot of juggling. We had Good a great choice. time. We'll be changing the ending this time. We'll do um, Love Ritual instead of the uh, Christmas theme. Okay. One. We thought that doing a Martin Luther King themed poem magic trick would be disrespectful. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm just going to let you go with that. I'm not even going to jump in on any smarty ass comments. No. Just shut up. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah, good choice. Well done, my friend. Yeah, so we're going to do a magic trick. <laughs> my babies are growing up. Different magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> and then while we were doing Pen and Friends, you were doing your harebrained scheme. I was doing, yes, North Pole's Got Talent up in Williams, Arizona. And how'd that go? Really just uh, perfectly mediocrely. <laughs> no, we made our money back. Pretty close to making our money back, which was, you know, that's pretty good. Well, let me just tell you something about business, Goodell. Yeah, I can make it up in volume. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to make your money back. You're supposed to make a profit. Right. But we, uh, the things that I learned, I believe, will be very, very valuable. And I believe uh, it's, a, it's a viable option to do the show there during the summertime, if provided, of course, it's not North Pole's got talent. The foot traffic and stuff in the town during the summertime, I believe, would make it very possible to do a very successful show. So tell me about how the show was. What was it like? Um... Well, you know, we talked a little bit about what the show was itself. It's, it's you know, me doing parts of my act in an elf costume. You wore an elf costume. I wore an elf costume. Now, where'd you get the elf costume? Oh, online. Where else would a person buy it? <laughs> Santa, <laughs> I guess. I guess I could have got it from Santa. I just bought one online that I liked. Yeah. I had to get one that looked pretty good. Curly-toed shoes? I did not have curly-toed shoes. I wasn't totally into the curly-toed shoe thing. I had black fuzzies, like slipper shoes and in fact i brought them home and i wear them now every evening when i go to sit and watch movies in my my home <laughs> yeah you know i went through a slipper phase yeah these are like they're like ugg boots except they're black fuzzy i see yeah was a green elf costume it was it With was green collar, and red and white points. stripes and little points yeah were you wearing tights i was i was wearing no no i had on basically pajama bottoms but the great part about the costume is if you take off the elf tunic on the top, it, it's a perfect Smee costume, too, if you needed to do uh, Peter Pan. I see. So. so you're covered. I was covered. I was covered for Peter Pan or any elf show that might come up. <laughs> great part was a lot of uh, congregationalists came in. Now, who was uh, who was on the bill with you? Uh, Jacob Jacks, uh -huh. magician. And uh, Vinny Grosso did part of the time with us as well. Oh, it was sometimes it was three, sometimes two? Sometimes two of us, yeah. Vinny what did was Vinny do for his act? Magic-y things. <laughs> a, a rope trick, uh, a, a trick with a, a prediction trick, with a lot of lottery card, things like that. Was he good? Am I, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Vinny did great. He had never done... He he was not prepared for it really being a family show. Vinny doesn't do that type of show. And so I think it was a more of a learning experience for him than he had expected. But he picked it up and was great. You had a lot of children? We had a lot of children in there, yeah. How big was the theater? It would hold probably 100 people the way we had it set up. And I think our biggest night was probably 50, 55 people. Mm -hmm. You know, we did a couple of shows where we, had, we, did, uh, we did a show for one congregationalist who came on one of the daytime shows early on in the run before we got anything going. And he sat and watched the show. <laughs> we did a show for one guy. One person. One guy. Wow. And, and a congregationalist, a, a fan, a, a, someone who really was happy to be there and enjoy the show. Well, you know, there, there's, a, there's this uh, art project that's done in one of those Scandinavian countries we don't care about, right. but Trump loves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of those Katrina countries. Yeah. People are tall and Nordic. And uh, they were doing, and I only watched one of these, but I keep thinking I'm going to watch more. Uh, they did uh, movies of single people enjoying group events. So they had one person at an amusement park yeah. by, by, <laughs> by themselves alone. And one person going to a restaurant, mm -hmm. full restaurant, one person. And they had a person going to a Bob Dylan show alone. Wow. Which is the one, needless sure. to say, yeah, I watched. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. They found a fan, and they did a cheat on it, because Bob was doing a sound check. Yeah. 
And the guy talked about how much he loved Dylan. And there he was in the theater, one person. And Bob did about, you know, not a full show, but like 35 minutes. Yeah. And it was uh, because Bob was for one person. Bob didn't do his regular show, which kind of violates the concept a little bit. But Bob did, uh, you know, sound check stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like Buddy Hawley tunes. And uh, the guy sat there and talked about how he didn't know whether to applaud or not. Yeah. And Bob looking him in the eye and going, thank you. <laughs> That's that this poor fella experienced that except with elves. Yeah. And uh, he enjoyed the show. And uh, this is one of the great things about And he was alone too. He, he was never, alone. Okay. He was an elk hunter who was up there Boy, in Arizona. One, one letter off, that could have been horrible. <laughs> if he thought he was an elf hunter. Yeah, I know. It was close. <laughs> yeah, we checked his gun at the door. Um <laughs> There was a sign on the theater that said "No guns allowed" out front because it, it is a hunting town. Oh, People okay. Do hunt a lot, and and uh, he came and uh, you know he, uh, understandably nervous. Wait, I'm the only person at the show. <laughs> and we said, "Yep, you're the only one at the show. You're going to enjoy it." And it's really fun to do a show for one person like that. There's just some crazy thing that snaps in that you think this is great. Now you do audience participation. I do. So yeah, you, he was up. He was up for four or five tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. And the, the, one of the great things about our listeners, we have a, we have a guy who's a listener who was an elk hunter. They're hunting elk and came and sat the show, watched the show himself. That evening, we had a group of six who were all vegan and who brought vegan dinner for us. <laughs> so it's. The, the heartwarming nature of our uh, the people who listen to our shows are great. <laughs> that's that's fabulous. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah, totally loved it. And you know, ended up costing me what I you know two or three hundred bucks to work really hard for three weeks <laughs> in a very cold theater. <laughs> and uh, and I had a, a car problem at one point. My car overheated, so I had to you know I was at a campground. I took my car apart at a campground and repaired the car. And then drove into town to see if it was working. When I got to town, I opened the hood to look inside, and there was a mouse inside the hood looking up at me going, oh, geez, Louise. And then he hopped back into the motor, and I couldn't find him. So I closed it up, and I drove back to the campground. When I opened the hood back at the campground, he hopped out and ran back to where he was staying. You stick around. So said, yeah, it took a little adventure, a little mousy adventure. <laughs> it was very cold. It was four degrees one morning. I was staying in a little cabin with uh, like a, a little plug-in heater, and w I woke up. And went, oh my God, the heater must have died. It's, it is below freezing in here. It is awful freezing. And like I said, I got up and discovered, no, it was working fine. It was just four degrees. <laughs> and so it heating the room up 25 degrees just didn't matter that much. <laughs> but I learned a lot of really cool stuff. One of the things that I learned, and this, as a vegan, you'll appreciate this. This is a, an astonishing thing. Everywhere I drove, I was there for three weeks driving around. And there are, like I said, elk and elk hunters. And every now and then you'd see a, a dead elk on the side of the road, but never saw a live elk. And then one afternoon I decided I would drive to the Grand Canyon, which was only 50 miles from where I was. I drove to the Grand Canyon, paid the entrance fee to go into the park, and 30 feet later, there were hundreds of elk standing around. Well, they know that you can't hunt. They have a, yeah, they have a sense of, of what the borders are. Yeah. Which is, uh, why would an elk know? What a, that's, that's really smart. That's much smarter than I would expect from an elk. Elk, like all those animals, are so much bigger than we think they are. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one time when I was a kid, I went with my family out looking for elk up in Washington, hiking around looking for elk, and didn't see any elk. And then later that afternoon, went to a museum where they had a stuffed elk, and I realized I was just walking under them. I thought they were trees. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're big. They are huge. And moose. Jesus. Even bigger. Hard to believe that there are bigger animals than elk. But we saw a moose in Newfoundland. I bet. It was amazing. They are very, very big. So um, uh, uh, I got to mention this again. The health span solution. Yes. Health span solution. You're reading it too. I am. Uh, by Raymond J. Cronice. Remember when he was Cray Ray? Yeah. Now he's Raymond J. Cronice. <laughs> Raymond. Raymond. <laughs> we could call him Raymond from now on. <laughs> Raymond J. Cronice and Juliana Hever. Hever. Who I want to call Hevers. Juliana yeah. Hevers, but Hever. Health span solution. Emily, yes. my lovely wife, has been cooking. I know. Like every night from that book. And the food is really good. And really helpful. I don't have a copy of it yet, and I really need a copy of those recipes. 
They're really good. I'm going to have to buy it. And, you know, I'm also in love with How Not to Diet. Yeah. I know, the um, this Dr. Michael uh, Greger. Yeah. I just went to his uh, website, which is Nutrition Facts, nutritionfacts.org. Yeah. You know, he's a nut. His videos are fantastic. He's been on uh, New York Times bestseller list bunches of times. He doesn't take any money. Do you know that? No, I didn't know. It that. all goes to charity, every penny. He's a fucking nut. Uh, is he Batman? <laughs> he's, he's Batman. Uh, but then his, his his organization is run by donations. So I went, the largest donation you could give, that's not true. You could write in a bigger one. <laughs> but the largest donation that has an easy click, I, I, I gave him because he's been so great. And I have and discovered- so now today he is on that website changing that number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If he, if he listens, <laughs> if he listens, he's changing that number. He's going, we need, we need to get that bigger number in here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I am just, uh, I'm in love with him. He's the greatest guy in the world. We're writing emails back and forth. When's he coming on the show? Uh, he's coming on the show in September. Oh, fantastic. Because he's doing a, Jesus Christ, 11-month book tour <laughs> that ends in Las Vegas. Wow. So he'll be exhausted by the time he gets here. Yeah, and he will not want to answer any questions nope, about the book, none. which is good. We can talk about something else. Groats. We'll talk about elf suits. <laughs> no, Groats, I got to tell you, Groats, man, Groats, I've decided, I'm afraid to say this because, you know, Cray Ray says you don't make announcements like this. But when I said to, um, uh, I call him uh, Dr. G, right, uh, Dr. Gregor, when I said to Dr. Gregor, I wish his name was uh, Gregor Sampson. You know, I wanted to be like from Metamorphosis, turning himself <laughs> into an insect, you know, the Kafka book. Mm -hmm. But it's Gregor, not Gregor. Okay. Uh, Dr. Gregor, Dr. G, I wrote to him in an email. I said, you know, my weight is up a lot. Which actually, I brought it, brought it down 10 pounds, but it was up to my highest since mm -hmm. losing my weight. And I said, you know, uh, Cray Ray was happy with me at 225. And I said, you know, um, then... Clapper, Dr. Clapper, really said, you know, you should be really 218. Yeah. I'd be happy with you at 218. And I said, that just seems crazy to me. And Gregor wrote back, that is crazy. You should be 198. <laughs> 198. He wants me to break 200. He's also- <laughs> trying to kill you. <laughs> so I'm now doing what you do, what you right. used to do, which I didn't do. I weigh myself twice a day. Yeah. Uh, which I like that. Gives you a funny it's chart. It's really interesting. How much variation do you have from morning to night? Sometimes two pounds. Two? Yeah. You know what That's I have? crazy, no. Seven. Really? <laughs> I have 10. Your wife What's cooks, that? I have 10. 10 pounds? Your wife's cooking for you. <laughs> yeah. 10 pound variation from night to morning, yeah. Wow. It's it's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, and uh, I am drinking uh, hyacinth tea now mm -hmm. to try to get my blood pressure down. Okay. I've already got my blood pressure down like 15 points. I am eating beets. And I have discovered, I don't get credit for discovering this. I believe it was 10,000 years ago, but I, for myself, have discovered groats. You will have to explain groats. Okay. Now, you know, <laughs> when you take the oat, okay, yeah. and you um, pulverize it, yeah. take out- Grind it. All the fiber. Yeah. And then make it into flakes, fake flakes. You've got instant oatmeal. Yes. Now, if you take that and roll it out- then you've got rolled oats. Yeah. If you don't roll it out, but you just leave it whole, kind of, sort of, with just the hull taken off and chop it up, then you've got steel cut. Yeah. You probably eat steel cut. I eat steel cut. Right. There's another level. That other level is groats. And groats used to be a word just for oats, like an Irish word for oats, because they put G in front of everything. Mm -hmm. They're called the Gyrish. And the fighting guyers, the fighting guyers, the fighting guyers, the fighting guyers. But the oats, groat was just for oats at first, and now it means everything. So you can have. I got purple buckwheat groats, I got oat groats, and I've got other kinds of groats. He mixes them all together. You put them in a um, instant Fresh pot, sugar, yeah, instant pot, pot. Yeah, yeah. Twenty minutes, mm -hmm. and you get a uh, uh, this. It's like a bowl of nuts. You know how oatmeal feels really, really uh, substantial, like stick to your ribs? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, this is that times 10. Okay. Okay. And does I, it have a better texture? Because that's the issue for me for any kind of rolled oats. I like steel cut because it does have some texture. Oh, this has huge texture. Well, I'm going to love it. Then. Yeah. So it's all texture and nutty flavor, right? Sounds and delicious. the difference is, see, here's the thing. It's where your, your things are digested, right? When you eat like white flour and stuff- Right, yeah. you um, it's all digest in your stomach. Yeah. So the critters that live in your intestines don't get fed. Right. But groats are so hard to break down. Your stomach doesn't do jack shit, and so you have this full feeling. Twelve hours later, you eat groats and they stay with you. Nice. They don't stick to your ribs. They stick to your whole fucking body. <laughs> so I have. You know the big containers of blueberries? Yeah. I have a bunch of groats bigger than my fist. Okay. Then I put some. I'm going to change from almond milk to soy milk because it's better for the bees. But I now use almond milk. Put that on it. And then I put on, you know the big containers of blueberries? Yeah. An entire one of those. And you know the big containers of pomegranates? Yeah. Entire one of those. Okay. And you're eating them with the arrels and all, the whole seed, everything. Every, no, no. Well, I mean, for pomegranates? Yeah. No, no. I mean, just what they give you. What they give you when it's all prepared for you. Right. Just eat it. Okay. But the groats are, are just wild groats. And then I put all that in the microwave because I like my blueberries and pomegranates hot. Yeah. So I have hot blueberries, yeah. pomegranates, and almond milk over groats. And I eat that and I am full like for the rest of my life. It's really easy to go 23 hours before eating it. Uh -huh. it's, that's my dessert now groats and it's brought my blood pressure down it's made everything feel great all right i'll order some groats i'll this tell you also i'll tell you i'm going to warn you right now hard to get to the groats when you buy them they don't come like other stuff in fancy boxes with like pictures of you know yeah. leprechauns right. on it they come in like white tubs like grout Grout and groats. I mean, so make sure you're clicking the right button. Right. You could have been eating grout because grout is very filling. You know, you know, you know, number ten cans like they have at restaurants. Yeah. That have yeah, like yeah, potato big, sticks. Big can, yeah. yeah, that's where they come in. And we had a, like a can opener, open it and top, and then they come in sacks. It's like bulk food. I mean, this is too. This Nobody's is, marketing small amounts of groats. Huh? This is too crazy a food for Whole Foods to have. You gotta like buy it online. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, buying online, speaking of buying online, is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? No. <laughs> I mean, you. besides me, yeah, besides me, BetterHelp online counseling is there for you. Uh, connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can now get help in your own time at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your therapist. I told you I did this. You're doing this. I'm I doing know. it. Yeah, I'm liking it. Licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self they're, 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 they're specialized in, in uh, handling people who have those conditions. Right. Not that they have them themselves. Right, exactly. <laughs> or they might. They Maybe might, they do. But they know how to handle them. Anything you share is confidential. It's a really, really good thing. Uh, you should check it out. If you're not happy with your counselor, I was very happy with my counselor. You can change to a new one. 3,000 licensed uh, therapists in all 50 states. Four communication modes. Text, chat, phone, and video. Secure, convenient, professional, affordable. It's a nice way to work on the, uh, your problems. Get better. Get happier. Best of all, it's truly affordable. Penn Sunday School listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code PEN. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash PEN. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you love. That's betterhelp.com slash PEN. I am groat. No, pen. <laughs> pen slash pen. Okay, you know, we know the most useful app on my phone that I use all the time for driving. Yeah. You know, after a while, you listen to enough music, you know. I drive home from the theater after doing Pen and Friends or doing Pen and Teller, which I'll be doing back. By the way, if you're holding out for Pen and Teller, February 1st will be our first show. Okay. February 1st is the first show with Penn and Teller back at the Penn and Teller Theater. Penn and Friends, the 18th and 19th. When I drive home, I listen to Blinkist. Yeah, that's what you've been saying. Blinkist is really good. A 20 minutes summing up a book, and it ends up being 
everything you'd remember from that book. Yeah. That's the hard course. part. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have to accept the fact that what you remember from a book is about 20 minutes. And they do a really, the joy. really good job. Yeah. They do a really good job at pulling out the good stuff. Um, successful people like business leaders are well known for reading lots of books. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points of a book quickly so you can start using that information right away. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during a commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. It's so good for all that. that I just use it on the commute, but you could use it on any of those to be really good. I love it because there's a lot of books and I want to know the stuff in it, but they're not books that I'm ever going to read. Sure. I want to read them, but I'm not going to. So I accept the fact that I'm not going to read the whole book. You know, like Malcolm Gladwell's new book. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not going to read the whole book. I want the Blinkist on it. They got, um, they got great stuff. Um, Upheaval, Turning Points for Nations in Crisis by Jared Diamond. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. I love Jared Diamond. We're not going to read the book. Outgrowing God, Richard Dawkins. Well, I did read Probably that. I'm going to read that, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hacking Darwin by Jamie uh, uh, Metzl. Yep. Uh, Four-Week Workout by Tim Ferriss. You know, I, yeah. I talked to Tim Ferriss. I like him. Well, I think I might. I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm really going to read the Michelle Obama book, Becoming. Yeah. If I'm really going to read it, I'm going to read it. Otherwise, I'll do Blinkist. But I'm going to know the important points from that. Yeah. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special office just for our audience. Go to Blinkist. B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T dot com slash pen. Try it free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash pen to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 20% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash pen. You're going to like this. You're going to like Blinkist a lot. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So groats, groats for everything. I'm I loving it. Can't wait to try groats. You know what else he told me? Nope. You know what else? He, this is a mind-blowing thing. I've already told you this off air, so you're going to pretend you don't know it. <laughs> All right. What is the one fruit juice that is better for you than the whole fruit? Why, I have no idea, Mr. Tomato. Tomato! <laughs> you know what? And he also says Tabasco's okay. Has a little bit of salt in it. But it's okay. Yeah. Now, uh, he just wrote me an email right before I got on, uh, Dr. Greger from nutritionfacts.org. And I, I said, you can uh, use as much Tabasco as you want. Even though it has salt in it, you wouldn't use enough to be in trouble. <laughs> and he, he wrote back to me saying, my answer to everybody on this is all the Tabasco you want. But I think you might be... Uh, an outlier on this. Are you one of those nuts that buys the gallon container with the pump on it? I said, well, yes, as a matter of fact, I do have one. He said, how much Tabasco do you actually put on into, into like tomato juice? I was afraid to tell him. It's a shot, right? Just like alcohol. Probably, probably a yeah. shot. Probably a full shot glass of uh, Tabasco goes into a glass of tomato juice. I like I like things hotter than you, right? Yeah, yeah. Because when I go to a like spicy, but you're still when I go to an Indian restaurant, I I they say one to ten, I say ten. Do you say ten too? Ready? Yes. Yeah. And uh, so Indian food, Mexican food, I'm always. I would 10. never do that in an Indian restaurant because I would assume they took that as a challenge. I've had that happen, yeah. and I've accepted the challenge and enjoyed it. <laughs> I've, I've sat and cried through a few meals. So. I know. It's not, you like it real hot, right, Randy? I do. Really <laughs> hot, really hot. Now, I have been sitting and sweating and crying and trying to finish my meal before, so I don't order 10. So I've got to tell you. Okay. I, I've got to tell you. Healthspan Solution by Raymond J. Cronice. That makes me laugh so much. Yes. Cray Ray. And uh, Juliana. Hever. Hever. Hevers. Uh, and How Not to Diet by uh, Dr. Michael uh, Greger. Uh, these books are life-changing. So I don't know. I would like to get my, oh, you've got hot sauce with you now. What do you got? You got hot sauces that don't have salt in them? No additives. What does that mean? It's just the pepper. Just the pepper, nothing else. Is it good? I got to get the door. Here comes Matt Donnelly. <laughs> Matt Donnelly, so far, so far the discussion has been groats, groats. hot sauce, and Godot's elf costume. Oh, 
Okay, look at him. Look at him jump into place. Could, I could have had a second, but I guess not. Hello. <laughs> I want to talk. Talk to me about this. All so, right. uh, last Saturday night, I do Pen and Friends. Right. No, not last Saturday. Saturday, January fourth. Okay. I do Pen and Friends, and then uh, on the fifth, I fly to uh, I fly to London. I woke up sneezing like a freak. And my nose really stuffed up and feeling really, really sick. Now, I went online and tried to tell allergies from a cold. How do you tell that? I, I don't know how to tell allergies from a cold. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. I don't. Can you talk yet, Matt? I don't know. Yeah, you can, you, you're there now. You're there. <laughs> oh, I am? Okay. But I flew to London feeling really sick and then got there and then um, was sleeping 15 hours a night. Did you have your nasal washer thing? Yeah. Still didn't help, huh? No. Yeah. But I also took um, uh, sleep aids. I took uh, what's Benadryl. Okay. Which well, is I thought you caught sleep aids, and I was no. really worried. <laughs> so uh, I had this wicked bad cold, and then went over and saw uh, Magic Goes Wrong. You know, we've been working on this project for a couple of years now. Yeah. And it opened. At the Vaudeville Theater, we have broken... And it opened to fantastic reviews, let's yeah, just mention we have, that. We have um, broken every box office record that really? the Vaudeville Theater has ever had. Um, it's sold out a lot. If you are in London between now, and I believe they've announced through the end of May, yeah, but it's, it's going longer than that. The, 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 the uh, sun yeah. says magical mystic, mischief. Magic goes wrong, but it'll have you spellbound for the evening. Mm -hmm. Gave you a very, very nice review. Yeah, we got some five-star reviews. I've seldom into the theater and laughed so much while seeing bungled magic perform. <laughs> <laughs> it's bungled magic. And a person, uh, uh, I got this on Twitter, a person who saw magic goes wrong. This is something I didn't expect. Said the, uh, the water tank trick that's in magic goes wrong that they do. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. Where did they get that idea? <laughs> no idea it was a Penn and Teller trick. <laughs> oh, interesting. No idea. Never just seen thought, anything like it. Yeah, just thought it was really clever and well done. Now, they do a different version. We we wrote a different version for the show. Yeah, yeah. But it's the same beats. It's all the same beats, just a different character from me, different character from Teller. Right. We got water tank, sawing in half, and hand stab. From uh, from the Penn and Teller show, uh, there are versions of that in there. Yeah, and the guys are so so goddamn funny. It's just insane. And I had you want to talk about a heavenly experience? Heavenly experience on opening night. I was sitting there. I had a nice aisle seat, you know, right there to see the opening night of a show I've been working on for two years with these geniuses. I'm sitting, but I'm not aware of the world around me. You know that. Right. I'm looking at my phone, and Glenn is up in the box, right? Right. And uh, he can see me in, the, uh, in what they call the stalls, which we would call over here the orchestra. He texts me, Stephen Fry is behind you. <laughs> so Stephen Fry is also in his own world. Right. So I turn directly around, and I am two feet from Stephen Fry's face, yeah. looking at him, smiling. And he probably takes two minutes to look up from his phone and see me. <laughs> and then I got to talk about having, you know, I love Stephen Fry. First of all, I'm a huge fan of his. Right. Right. And second of all, he's a very good friend yeah. and I've yeah. known him for years, but I don't get to see him very often. Third of all, you almost forgot his name on Jeopardy. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't almost forget his name on Jeopardy. I did forget to stand on Jeopardy. <laughs> I thought you pulled it out at the end. I did. I guess I did at the end. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Game show thing is a weird pressure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I buzzed play in friends' names all the time. I buzzed in right away. Said, now this is easy. It's my good friend. Um, God. <laughs> so I then talked to Stephen Fry for the whole uh, pre-show, which is really nice. And then... I get to sit directly, and Stephen Fry, uh, his husband, was under the weather, so he was sitting alone, ah. and I was sitting alone. He was directly behind me, and I had Stephen Fry guffawing, it's the only word for it, guffawing into the back of my head for the full two hours. That fantastic. is as high a compliment as you Screaming. can get. Well, Screaming. He, he wrote nice things about the show. He well. put on Twitter that he was hoarse from laughing. He was laughing Hard, and he also, you know, his his, his husband it was just like the flu or something. I mean, he was yeah. just a virus. It's not like it's it's some long term thing. But his husband was very sick, yeah. and so he got his mind off that, and he was just laughing his ass off. He loves Mischief's Theater, 
and he, you know, he likes us. And the two together, it was just great. We were getting, and this is probably the happiest moment of my life in the big paper over there. They're all great reviews. London Times. Yeah, Sun loved it. Daily Mail. Yeah. But I think it was the London Times. They had the picks for the weekend. Pick for the weekend. Top two shows you should see on the West End in London. Okay, the top two shows out of all the shows there. Magic Goes Wrong with a little description that says Penn and Teller have brought magic to the one of the best shows you'll ever see. Right below it, Girl from the North Country. Bob Dylan's writing it. <laughs> so there, your two choices to see in London, yeah. as far as I could tell, were and, Penn, Gillette, and, and Bob Dylan. And, and Penn was at both. Was that? You were at both, yeah. right? <laughs> I also well, their saw- review says this magic show is a delightful debacle. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. They liked it too. The Times liked it too. And as if to prove why and how successful it is, the police, police, they noticed a suspicious package at the yes. Strand, which is the theater. This happened last night, man. Yeah. Have you heard about this? No. You're going to love this. Pretty great. There is this alley that we call affectionately Piss Alley. Uh, One of these Victorian, it's about four feet wide, going the whole length of the block. And it's the way we go from the front of the theater to the uh, stage door. And also the way someone could have to sneak from the front of the theater. <laughs> the they were doing a magic trick. In case it's a good it's a good magic alley as well. Yeah. Piss magic. alley and magic alley. Piss alley, magic alley. Yeah. Equal. Yeah. And therefore with basic algebra, magic is piss. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday night show, been sold out for a long time, right after opening to rave reviews. Magic goes wrong. Mischief Theater's backstage. Somebody, not anybody affiliated with the theater, noticed in the alley, in Piss Alley, a large package with wires coming out of it. Ooh. And this concerned citizen called the police. Now, I got to tell you, uh, the, the Mischief Boys wrote me emails about this and said that, boy, the British police were good. They had a bomb squad, police, and an ambulance there instantly. And then they told, you see, magic goes wrong, right? A delightful debacle. <laughs> You've read the reviews. And so right before the show set to start, Policeman goes on stage and says, sorry, we have to evacuate the theater and gets huge laughs. Kills. Kills. And goes, no, 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 no. Really, we have to evacuate the theater and gets applause. Sustained applause. Like this is the hippest thing we've ever seen in our lives. And then goes, no, no, no. Really evacuate. And the whole audience goes like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that it's three times. Is like it's just yeah, yeah. just persistence. There's no other key, yeah, yeah. no other but to it. The police have confirmed a package found in the Strand, which sparked the evacuation of nearby restaurants and a theater, is not suspicious. It's still suspicious. That's <laughs> no, the wrong they have use of the word. Confirmed. It is not suspicious. It's still suspicious. They were it's alerted not to a suspicious package and shut down the Strand. And then have decided it is the, uh, here's the exact it word, is, police have confirmed a package found in the Strand, which has sparked the evacuation, is not suspicious. It is suspicious. Not suspicious. It is your mom and pop bag of wires. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, just your regular whole Nothing suspicious about that. But here's the great Funny thing. looking bag. London <laughs> box of wires. Henry Shields. Yeah. Okay. Is wearing... A full tux, actually wearing Johnny Thompson's great Tom Sony outfit. Yeah. A red sash, a full tux, and a top hat. And they evacuate him. <laughs> they evacuate the Blade, who's playing this kind of uh, yeah. danger magician, who's wearing a uh, black, you know, kind of silly Chris Angel Leather, wig. a lot of belt buckles. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and ripping his shirt open, right? Yeah. They just get sent out on the street. <laughs> and then the police report suspicious-looking characters. <laughs> Not even suspicious. More <laughs> um, so they're out there in January in London Ugh. in their uh, outfits. And this is the thing about Mischief Theater. They have four successful shows running in the West End. Okay? 
Yeah. Four successful shows. So what they do, they go to the play that goes wrong just down the street and go backstage and hang out there. And just hide there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, of course, the audience couldn't be gotten back. Right. So when they found out the suspicious package was not dangerous. Not suspicious. Suspicious, but not dangerous. No, no, no. Not suspicious. So, no, it's still the police. Suspicious. These police are involved. The police said, whoever they thought said this not. box was suspicious is an Stupid. idiot. Stupid. <laughs> If you look, the wires are shaped like Mickey Mouse's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Not suspicious. I uh, I was uh, doing pre-show at the at the Piff show, and a fire alarm started going off, which I always think is the funniest thing. A fire alarm makes no one scared at all. Right. Fire it's like a off. car alarm. Yeah. No one cares they're stealing your car. No one cares they're <laughs> stealing your car. Yeah. Uh, and and I kind of look at the ushers. Ushers make at me, and we're. There's no sense of urgency or even a sense of procedure in how to investigate whether or not this is legitimate or not <laughs> and whether we should evacuate yeah. a packed theater or not. Mm-hmm. And then the house manager goes to me and says, uh, Jade says, uh, just tell everybody, don't worry. It's it's not uh, it's not a real fire alarm. And as soon as, the, as soon as it stops, we'll start the show. And I said, do we know that? <laughs> Jade, says, Jade says it's really... Like, I'm really not about yeah. to... Just announce that if we don't know. Because <laughs> announcing that and being wrong is way worse than saying nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you get reprimanded. Huh. Yeah, I absolutely get reprimanded. You were yelling, you were yelling theater in a crowded fire. <laughs> you could be yelling theater in a crowd. We're going to have theater, theater, and there's a fire going on. <laughs> yelling theater in a crowded fire is worse than yelling fire in a crowded theater. <laughs> Not suspicious though. <laughs> so was it, it, was, it? Was not nothing. It was. It was. It was nothing. It was yeah. Not nothing. But did Jade know that when she said it? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> I did not investigate. We all know Jade very well. Yes, and we know that it's very possible that Jade would say, "Yeah, there was no danger when there was danger." <laughs> yes, I, I believe that's. A I believe case. that Jade does not have a fear gene. I don't think so at all. No. <laughs> you know, when we told her she was going out on stage to do a full split. Yeah. Her full weight, you yeah. know, her um, primary sex organ hitting the stage at great velocity. Right. We said to her, who said this to her? Bert, our stage manager. Yeah. Robbie. Yeah. Charge of the crew. Me. I don't know if Piff would care at all, but uh, <laughs> the three of us said, uh, Jade, you're going out to do your split right after Penda's broken bottle juggling. Yeah. He is smashing three bottles on stage and little pieces of glass fly all over. Sometimes pieces the size of a quarter with jagged edges. There's nothing at all rigged on the broken bottle juggling. It is exactly what it looks like. I'm smashing liquor bottles and juggling the uh, necks of them. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And Jade said, no, no, no problem. And I said, Jade, if you come down that fast, with your with your legs, etc. Yes. Onto a piece of quarter size jagged glass, it's going to hurt you. It is a problem. It yeah. isn't indeed not a problem. Yeah. And she said, I, I can see. I said, We're not <laughs> We're not questioning your eyesight, but you can't see a little piece of glass that flies out when I'm juggling and sits there right in your spot. She yeah. said, I'm watching from backstage. I said, Jade. So um, she went out every single, you know, we did 14 shows. Yeah. You did two of them. Mm-hmm. Jade did 12 of them. Yeah. Jade and Piff did 12 of them. She went out and did 12 splits. Yeah. And three nights, there was a jagged piece of glass close <laughs> to where she did her split. <laughs> Which she must have seen because she can see. She can see. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jade, fire alarm. Exactly. When you're doing a split on broken glass, yeah. fire alarm don't mean jack. We were doing a show in DeKalb, Illinois, mm-hmm. old theater, and uh, three quarters of the way through Piff's set, a bat descends. Oh, yes. Piff, <laughs> Piff talked about this. Yes, a bat descends. And she went and caught the bat. Yeah. Everyone else is freaking out, and Jay just walks towards the bat. Towards it. <laughs> and from my vantage point, I'm doing tech off to the stage left. So I only see... Uh, Piff and Jade stop and look at the bat and only hear the shouting of the audience. The bat comes into particular sections of the audience. Mm -hmm. I see Jade just leave and then she's just gone from my sight. 
It was a popcorn container, right? And then returns five minutes later with a popcorn container with a bat in it <laughs> and walks towards me. <laughs> it was the strangest, strangest thing. Well, I guess we, we, didn't, we didn't explain this. Uh, Miss Jade Simone yeah. is the showgirl in Piff's act. Yes. And we all know Jade very well, but I have not seen her to ever exhibit any amount of fear at all. None. Just, she goes, grabs a bat, no. um, puts her crotch on broken glass, yeah. fire alarms, nothing. No. Nothing. So this is just to prove that when she said, tell everyone not to worry about it, I didn't just take her at her word. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There might be broken glass where you're doing your split. Tell them not to worry about it. <laughs> There's a vampire bat that probably has rabies. Let's just call her Iron Jade. Iron Jade. Iron Jade from now on. Uh, anyway. We we're, get doing, a lot we're doing more of these Piven friends now you're talking about it. We are. Yeah. We talked about it already. Oh, good. But we're going to go do it the 18th and 19th Yeah, at the Penn & Teller Theater. Yeah. If you want to see Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler, mm -hmm. and you want to see Mac King, and you want to see Penn Gillette, there's a show called Penn & Friends. And you had fun doing it, the two shows you did it. Oh, it's it's awesome. It was so fun to do it. And the audience loved it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a great, It's it was great to play. You know, I'd, I'd done Fool Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but doing in the proper, doing your proper theater is a different feeling and the audience is much closer and it's, it's a really cool, awesome environment. And I'm on the bill and people are expecting to see me. Yeah. something I'm not used to. <laughs> <laughs> so I, to me coming out, getting a warm reception at the top of my set is like a real treat. It's a real different thing than what I've been doing. Well, you missed it because you arrived late because you were in Canada, right? Yes. Doing a show with Piff last night? No, no. It's a show that hasn't announced uh, its plans yet, but I was flown out to see a show before it might possibly come here to help on it. Okay. Yeah. Performing it? No. Oh. Just a uh, joke, joke writing and oh, cool, cool, that cool. kind of stuff. Well, consultant work, as they say. And consultant work. Yeah. Well, you didn't Which, hear- Yes, by the way, uh, the company- was playing a uh, casino. Uh -huh. The company was going to put me up where they where they were is near Niagara Falls. So there's like a Niagara Falls. Slowly <laughs> oh, I, I turn, <laughs> step by step, inch by inch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but I like it. Uh, it's the Three Stooges. It's a standard vaudeville thing. Oh, okay. Uh, what we do is every time someone says that, he relives his wife oh. leaving him and goes and beats the shit out of the guy <laughs> who, uh, who says it. It's something that was word. done by the Stooges do it, but yeah. it was done by, uh, by everybody in vaudeville. <laughs> it's an old bit. Yeah. The casino heard that they were flying out a guy who worked with Penn and Teller from Vegas. Mm -hmm. And so instead of Ubering, they sent a car. Good. And then instead of bringing me to the hotel that's attached to the fancy hotel by Niagara Falls, they put me in a suite overlooking Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. Slowly. I <laughs> they put me in a suite overlooking the falls. So you were having a little honeymoon on your own? <laughs> I was just sending messages to my wife with Niagara Falls over my shoulder. Uh, so just uh, working for you just keeps paying dividends is what I'm saying. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. That's, that's great. Yeah. That's where you should be treated, Matt Donnelly, everywhere <laughs> yeah. you go. Uh, that's what I meant to say. Penn and friends. <laughs> Penn and Penn. Penn and friends. I'm a friend of Penn. Martin Luther King weekend. Yes. The 18th and 19th, which is next weekend. Yeah. And you can get tickets at the Penn and Teller uh, website if you want to come see us. Uh, Mac King, Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler, and Penn Gillette. All doing a full show in the Penn and Teller Theater. And we should also say at the same time that Teller will be back doing the Penn and Teller show properly on February 1st. Oh, that's so exciting. February 1, we'll be doing that. Are you excited to get back to work at the old Penn and Teller show or just see the amount of work ahead of you when he comes back, the amount of stuff you have to get in place for Fool Us? Uh, we are doing, Teller just said, <laughs> by the way, uh, Teller's doing fabulously. Yeah. Uh, the doctors are working hard to keep him down yeah yeah. you know they will not let him do shows until february 1st and he wants to but that's we're following doctor's orders as yeah. he said but so i've been meeting with him in the afternoons to talk about fool us you have to have you know uh 15 new closers yeah so teller announced the other day over we all oh, there's just there's this great uh website called like meet in the middle or something mm -hmm. and you put in two addresses and it tells you the nearest coffee shop to wow. the absolute that's a great app. So, That's a great app. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Le Petit Down Cafe. Le Petit Cafe, sure. right off 215 yeah. Medical Center there, uh, is halfway between me and Teller. So oh, that funny. is now where all the Penn and Teller <laughs> meetings are. Le Petit Cafe. And the uh, owner, which we met her, she was willing to do something that I'm always embarrassed when Teller asks. 
but he asks, and she was very nice about it, turn down the music oh, so we right. could talk. And uh, Teller said, so we'll come back February 1st, and we'll do the uh, show uh, we've been do- we were doing uh, in 2019. And then Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, so we have no show. And then the third, I think we need to come back with all new material. It has to be an entirely different show. And I said, well, I think you're right, because that gives us three weeks with a new material before we do Fool Us. So for those who come, if you're coming to Vegas for that weekend, you can come the first and the third and see two different shows. That's really exciting. The Ben and Teller. Yeah. I bet you can come on the third and the fourth and see two different shows. <laughs> or the fourth, the fifth. Yeah, yeah never the same week, show. Yeah. Never the same show once. No so doubt about that. Zero. We got a lot more to talk about. We got to talk about Buck Henry a little bit, don't we? Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll do all that uh, uh, on Wednesday because uh, that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha, cha, cha. You become naked. You miss the fact that tomato juice, totally healthful. You get it without salt. Drink all the tomato juice you want with all the Tabasco in it you want. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm trying to do real healthful stuff now. I swam this morning. I'm drinking hibiscus tea. I'm, I've dropped 10 pounds in the past week. Yeah, I'm doing well. 10 days. 10 days to drop 10 pounds. So I'm going to get wicked healthy again. Check whether the hibiscus thing is part of the sneezing thing. You think it might be? There's certain teas that can... Yeah, uh, but I started the hibiscus after I was sneezing, actually. Okay. But it might be groats. groats. (laughs) What are groats again? Groats are like super oats, super buckwheat, super... All names like, you know, sourgum. Are they available at like supermarkets and stuff? No. You can order them online. It's special, like black market. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we'll, curious about them. We'll do. You, you'll like. I'm in growth. on it. I'm in on this growth. Yeah, it'll, it'll fill you up. You won't want to eat for 20 hours. Oh, good. It's good. <laughs> anyway, we're done. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here from the Jason Ellis Show podcast, reminding you that my podcast, new episodes every Wednesday, downloadable where all podcasts are available. Come see my friends, Michael and Kevin, as we talk to you about what's awesome, what sucks, fitness, fighting, parenting, life, spin kicks, LGBTQ community, how to defend yourself against a shark if it attacks you out of nowhere, and much, much more. So come join us. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.